You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I've tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH-balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You're listening to The Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, um, how's everyone doing? We're doing doing well. 2021. 2021. It's already a little bit of a dumpster fire, but we have high hopes, high hopes, high hopes. We got high hopes. Um, Today we have a, I'm excited for this one because I need a lot of help in this department. So do you. We have Tia Slightem who is. Speak for yourself. I feel. Okay. She is, I'm going to just say like a, like a parenting wizard. Let's say that. Call it a guru. Guru, a guru sounds nice. way better. Yeah. Or, or parenting. <gasps> That's okay. By That's me. way better than wizard. <laughs> also, this is a Harry Potter episode. Could you, could you imagine Tia on her business card? I'm a wizard. <laughs> the parenting yes. wizard. Come to me. I kind of like Thou it. Thou shall not pass. No. Exactly. Um, so Tia is, she's a best-selling author. Um, you've got this mama. Um, do you want to just give us like a, a quick little elevator pitch um, about who you are, what you do? Yeah, I'd love to. Thank you for having me. Um, so yes, my name is Tia Slidem. I am a parenting coach, uh, but most importantly, I'm a mom. I have two boys. Hudson is almost 12, which oh breaks my, my heart. Um, and Beckett is nine and a half. So everything that I work with parents on, I have lived and am currently living myself. Um, And I've been coaching parents um, for over a decade now on positive discipline tactics so we can avoid the battle and really connect and bond with our kids without yelling, anger, punishment, or worst of all, guilt. It sounds so easy and straightforward on paper. Well, she has a very calming voice. (laughs) She does. I think it probably starts there. Maybe if you were to parent our kids, they would 
they would be well, a little bit receptive. The other day I was on with a, a client or actually a discovery call of a potential client. And she said, something about your voice yes. is so calming. And I said, I need to go check with my husband because I don't <laughs> think he feels that way. <laughs> and I checked and he was like, hmm, who is this yeah. lady? I'm like, I know, I know. But she thinks it's calm. It is. Well, Tia, I'm telling your husband right now, if you're listening, you're one of four men listening to this podcast right now. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> And your wife has an incredibly calming voice. Yeah, it is. I like it. Oh, that's amazing. Perfect. So Tia, let me ask you this question. You you don't just do this because you love it. You're highly educated in this sector as well, correct? Yeah, I've been working with kids and families for over 16 years. And I started, I'm originally from the, the US, from Portland, Oregon. And I was an all-day kindergarten teacher there for for many years before I met my husband in Las Vegas, which is a whole other story. Um, <laughs> and then um, moved to Canada. Um, so I have my master's in early childhood education. And then I became certified in positive discipline. Um, when I had my own kids, I just became very fascinated in all the milestones and really trying to make it easier than what I felt a lot of parents around me were struggling with. And so I just like dove in deep. And since then, I love it. It's It really can be easy, like it's on mm-hmm. paper when you have the right strategies and tools. Now, let me ask you a question, Tia. We're going to get into a lot of other stuff, but I'm just dying to ask you this question. <laughs> since you started doing this before having children, mm-hmm. have you found that you're a lot more receptive now that you have children? As in like parents can be like, okay, easier said than done. You've never had a kid. But now that you have a kid. They Do you mean know- like her audience is a little bit more like. Yeah, because I'll be honest. When someone tells me how to parent and yeah. they're not parents, I'm like. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm like, cool, right, cool, yeah. cool story, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure thing. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, it's, it's kind of twofold because when you're a kindergarten teacher and I have 30 kindergarten students who are five years old who 90% didn't speak English you really have another skill set mm-hmm. to bring to, to the conversation because if you can get 30 kindergartners, um, many have no idea what you're saying for the first month of the school year, to listen and, and follow directions and follow a schedule and share and, and learn the curriculum. Um, if you can do that with 30, you can do that with two, three, four, five, or six of your own. That's valid. And I also feel like Herding though, cats. as a as a teacher too, like um, I think kids are more inclined to listen to anybody but their parents. (laughs) So I get that. Um, Okay. So I don't know if you've ever listened to our podcast, but we like to do a segment called um, I Love You and You're Annoying. Um, Okay, good. Because we would love to hear it. (laughs) Do you have anything in the last week or two that has been like irking, bugging you? Or I don't know, all of 2020? Yeah, true. Sorry. (laughs) This past year. No, I, I love you, but you're annoying because every time I speak to you, you don't hear a word I say. I mean, the, the telephone is better than than his wife. I've got to fix that. I've got to figure out how to be his cell phone. Oh, That's going to be selective the hearing? goal of 2021. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> does he just like, does he not, is it selective hearing? It's very selective hearing, um, only because he has a really busy job. And so it's it's one of those things. He is the sweetest, sweetest, sweetest guy and the most gentle mm-hmm. dad. So I like he is making me a better person and I'm making him a worse person. <laughs> so if that's if that's the uh, the uh, worst annoying thing, I've gotten pretty good at it. I did tell him I was going to take uh, 
vocal classes to change the frequency and tone. Right. And then he would probably start hearing me again. But for some reason, he's just so used to it. It just kind of goes in and out. Oh the my other. God. It, this is a true story. And I, if I, you I, say anything about like the frequency of a woman's voice is like, I, it gets lost. I don't like, I know that's what you're about to say. I can see in your face. No one wants to hear that. No, no, I'm, we don't want to hear it. We're going to move on. I, is no, that what you're going to say? No. Yeah. It, no, I'm not going to say that, but I'm going to say something just like that. Oh my God. So this is a true story. I swear to God. It's not me. It's not me. I hear you. Trust me. I hear you all the time. I'm referring to my father. My father and my mother, my mom used to always get mad at my dad. She used to always get mad at my dad because he would never listen to him or to listen to her. And when he got his ears tested, like she actually made him go and get his ears tested because she's like, I swear to God, you can't hear me. And it turns out that my mom true story Uh when she isn't talking normal and she's elevated her voice to the slightest bit which is usually what happens when you're not happy she hits a pitch and a range that my dad actually cannot hear very well Mm -hmm. so what your dad didn't tell you is that he actually hired his friend to be the doctor to give him that diagnosis so that he could just tell Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, yeah, this is a dr glenn stevenson (laughs) (laughs) this is doctor not your best friend at all this is completely legit um no i i totally get that That right that would be annoying i get that i I also like that when we ask people this um you can always tell like like a really good people will say like a good one and then they'll be like uh, but but they're amazing like we're at a point right now where we will just bash each other because we don't even like do the i love you anymore we're just like yeah like we get it but you, this is the most annoying part so i like when someone's still sweet i mean i love you right but i feel like we're past that <laughs> you we're know? past the loving part no we're past the like positive Thank afterwards the laughing couple not the loving couple we're past the positivity after the annoying where tia is still like she's so gentle it's gentle dad only because he's not here to defend himself i just like threw him under the I bus love it. without any defense mechanism yeah you just have to Do prepare you what's him what's your husband's name chris Chris. I, I hear you, Chris. Yeah. I got your brother. <laughs> okay. Let's get into some actual content about um, parenting. So let's yeah. start with, uh, you had t- you had briefly mentioned to me before we were um, like just talking back and forth, you said there is a difference between tantrums and meltdowns. Can you talk about this a little bit? Because I'm very intrigued. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, so important. So we typically parent um, just on the cuff. We, we are, you know, we have our kids and we feel like we should know how to do this. Our parents did this. It can't be that hard. We should just be able to figure this out. But really what happens is every single behavior that our child has, has a deep rooted meaning. It's goal oriented. So Every time you see something, whether it's positive or negative, there's a reason behind it. So if we don't know the root reason, we're typically using strategies that are making the behaviors occur more often, which is where we see that like hamster wheel dealing with things Mm -hmm. left, right, and center, um, because we're not going to the root. And so once we start to understand this, we can dive deep into all the different behaviors, the not listening, the power struggles, the back talking, the tantrums, the meltdowns, all that stuff. Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes, the old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. 
Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks. What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from. Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit good vibes with an S juice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with good vibes juice. Hey, Ryan. Yes? You stink. Um, okay. I stink too, don't worry. Everyone actually stinks, and it's normal to have body odor, just in case you needed a reminder. Okay, thank you for that. But the best part is, you don't have to stink. (laughs) Just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Stay fresh, everyone. So in, in the Cliff's Notes versions, basically tantrums and meltdowns from a symptom side look exactly the same. Right. So banging their heads, sweating, kicking themselves, bang, you yeah. know, screaming, dragging bodies, all, all that good stuff. stuff. But from the, the root cause side, they're completely different. So if we don't know the difference, 
we're tackling them like they're one in the mm-hmm. same. And that's making our kids more angry and less seen, heard and understood, which makes, um, which makes the behaviors reoccur. So the root cause of a tantrum is more or less anything that's really pissed your child off. Like they are just mad about the situation. You've told them no to go to the mm-hmm. park. You told them no to cookies before dinner. They're just really unhappy about the situation. And they're going to let you know just how mad they are, yeah. hoping that you might change your mind. Um, but the other part of the coin is they don't really want you to change your mind because every child is born with two predetermined jobs. <laughs> to please you and push boundaries until boundaries are found. So they tantrum hoping you'll give in, but they really don't want you to give in because if you don't, they can finally stop pushing. And then meltdowns are really that in itself. They're melting down. If you think about it as if your child is a pitcher of water, it's filling with water and you keep filling it and filling it and it's overflowing. That's really how they're feeling mentally and physically when they're melting down. They're overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and they can't take it anymore. Often caused by being overtired, over hungry, a really long day, too many errands. You ask them to try on too many clothes to see if they still mm-hmm. fit and enough is enough. And they really just can't handle it. Um, so those are kind of the general root causes and then the symptoms of each. So would you say like a meltdown would be more um, like things from the outside are affecting the situation, almost like a snow pound, they're compounding um, snow pound. Snow sorry, pound? sorry, snowball. They're a snowball effect. Like you're saying maybe they didn't nap that afternoon. Maybe they were hangry um, so that they are kind of snowballing and compounding that meltdown, that gradual meltdown where a tantrum is that like quick decision of, I do not like this answer. I don't accept this. And that's why they're freaking out. Yeah. So it can snowball for sure. One thing to always consider is that, that our kids have like basically three large boxes that we want to check off on a daily basis. I call that the behavior needs roadmap. So to get the behavior that we're really desiring, we want to proactively check these boxes. And one of the most important boxes is that basic needs box, which has sleep, nutrition, and security. So if we can't really confidently check off that box, knowing our kids had quality, quantity sleep, they're not over hungry, they will snowball and they will melt down. So sleep, um, lack of that quality, quantity sleep can actually attribute to around 90% of unwanted behaviors. Mm -hmm. So sleep is like the number one bullet place we want to go to first. That's what I feel like is triggering me. That's why I'm so I'm having so many meltdowns. (laughs) Do I get three boxes as well? (laughs) <laughs> well, we need Ryan to check those boxes off for you. Dave. Check them off. Let well, me sleep. Mm-hmm. You're in the same boat. We're both just you, so friggin' tired. <laughs> you literally eat like a bird. So, <laughs> because I'm so, so busy making it, other is it meals. Is safe to say that, that a tantrum is them misbehaving and a meltdown is them either losing control or being disempowered? Um. So not exactly. <laughs> so... The, that was good though, and no, no comment is a silly comment. I like it. Of course, don't worry, I'm edit this out. <laughs> you don't want to be wrong, do you? No. I don't want to be made fun Ryan of. Ryan is so used to saying these things, and he's honestly like, I would say ninety nine percent of the time, our guests are like, absolutely. Thank you so much for saying that. That was amazing. I think this is the first time ever <laughs> he didn't get that response. You should have seen his. <laughs> He's like, damn, He's like, what, what happened? My, my, my face only changed because you put put your finger and pointed at me and laughed at me. Well, I'm sorry. I'm so excited. I'll it's- tell you, I'm about to have a tantrum right now. 
Yeah, she just decreased your power bucket. I'm sorry, I'm happening. sorry. Just keeping it light, you know what I mean? Gotta stay humble. <laughs> so the truth of the matter is, is that when your child gets upset by the tantrum, it's not that they're misbehaving. More often than not, we haven't set the stage properly um, in order for them to accept the situation and or we haven't followed through consistently. Mm -hmm. So they believe they can keep tantruming and get what they want. So usually, as much as I don't want to point fingers at the parents, um, usually we see unwanted behaviors because we need to first shift our parenting Mm -hmm. approach to shift our child's behavior. And as soon as you do that, Everything just falls into place and it gets so much easier. So tantrums are really, I like to think of them not as a negative thing, but as a a way for them to express their emotions. No emotion is a bad emotion. We just don't want them lasting for hours and hours and we don't want them happening all day. So as soon as we can change our parenting, we can really avoid a lot of those tantrums. With the meltdowns, it's sometimes kids who have anxiety or they're worried about a new transition Mm. or a new drop off or um, something's changed in their home life um, or they're overtired and over hungry they will be melting down. And so that, again, is our job as parents to really check that box, um, to make sure that we are paying attention to what's happening in their days and proactively being there to support them. So I honestly feel like from that description, our son, who is two and a half, is a full-blown tantrum mode right now. And I know that a lot of that has to do with me because we're in lockdown. I've got both kids home trying to balance distance learning and a two-year-old's behavior. And then our daughter is a full-blown, she's dealing with the meltdowns. It is that anxiety of the change of trying to understand like a new um, distance learning education. Like it's a lot for her to handle and she gets... For those of you who don't know, we're living in Ontario right now. And for the next three months, the next three weeks, our child's not allowed to go to school. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to learn a bunch of 30, a bunch of, I think there's only 15 to 20 kids in her class, but everyone's screaming on the computer and it's, it's just chaos, right? So she's, she's trying to, um, figure it out and it's a lot. So she's having a lot of meltdowns and definitely Cooper is the tantrum king. Okay. So this is, um, a real world question. So we now we kind of know the difference between them. Um, Could you offer some strategies for both? So can I make it personal? So today, Cooper, um, we're noticing that he's hitting a lot. He like, and Riley never hit. And to be fair, she didn't really have anyone to hit, But, but Cooper is hitting a lot and he's, he hits because a, he wants attention and he's not really getting his way. Um, so his biggest thing right now is he'll hit, um, her, but he'll scream. Like he is honest to God, Tia, he's a pterodactyl. He's so loud. Um, and it, it, I, my ears are bleeding at the end of the day. (laughs) I I need some strategies on how to deescalate his tantrums of when I say no to something, because there comes a point where at the end of the day, I'm like, just have it, just stop screaming. Mm hmm. So you kind of answered your own question, and this usually happens, that at the end of the day, we're defeated, we're exhausted, we're tired, we just can't deal with it. And so anything to make it quiet. So we band-aid mm-hmm. and we give them what they want. And so what we do is we signal to him, hey, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. When I hit, when I scream, mom and dad get frustrated. They might get louder voices. They might yell. They give me attention. I don't care if it's positive or negative. I'm going to fill my attention bucket up any way I can get. And I know if I push and push and push, the boundary is finally set at this point where they give Mm -hmm. in. So this is now how I live my days. 
and they actually just continue on that path until we shift it. So when it comes to hitting, a couple things we want to think about, first of all, is it is age appropriate. Um, we have this newfound control of our body. We can affect the feelings of others. We don't know that we're actually hurting somebody at first. It's more like, oh, hey, what happened? I did that and somebody got mad at me or they said, stop it or somebody cried. Um, and so it's, you know, inquiry, um, it's exploration. Um, it's, it's age appropriate to be experimenting with mm. that. We don't want them to continue that. But when we react, we actually tell them to continue it more. Mm. So what we want to do is with the hitting, we really want to do some proactive teaching, even at two and a half. Um, and we want to read children's books about like hitting and biting and sibling rivalry or all those kinds mm. of things. But I have on my website under the resource section, a children's book corner, and you can go to whatever topic you're struggling in, whether it's hitting, sibling rivalry, uh, mealtime struggles, potty training, sleep, routines, anything. And you can click that subject. And then I have recommended children's books under that topic. And you can just like browse, click, ship. And then that's a good way for you to teach and use age appropriate language so that he can see that other kids hit and what are the feelings that happen because we can't expect our expectations to be known. Mm. And so a lot of parenting is that front half where we're teaching, training and practicing. So I would start with that. And in the middle of the hitting, right when it happens, I want you and Ryan to be super consistent with what you say and how you say it. So we're not going to get offended by it. We're not going to show our emotions. We're super mad We use the same language every single time. So a phrase that feels comfortable to you, that feels natural, something along the lines of no hitting, that hurts. And you can hold your finger up and you can get down low and you can look at him. Um, But we don't want to get angry because if he hits and that works, then we show that when he hits, Mm -hmm. the result is for somebody else to be angry Mm -hmm. or, you know, be upset back. That's not what we want to role model. So being super consistent and then removing yourself from the situation. A lot of times parents want to put their child in timeout or make them sit on a stair um, and timeouts will not work. Um, And we can go into that if that's of interest, but they will not work. Um, and all we do is show them I'm bigger, I'm stronger, I'm the grown up. You have to do what I tell you. And now you're in a power struggle. So you want to remove yourself from the situation, or if it's a sibling, remove, um, the sibling and yourself and just say, we're happy to be with you and it's safe, Mm -hmm. but hitting hurts and then walk away. I feel like a terrible parent. I <laughs> know. I feel like it's no, hard because everything no. that you you She's said. She's literally telling us not to do the things. I know. That we do it's it's every it's super hard. Day. It's super hard oh because go sit on the stairs <laughs> for the next two minutes. I just it. But you know, it's hard to hear yeah, because ahead. it's one of those things where like you're right. Everything you're saying, like we we know these things. I know that we've had these conversations. At the end of the day, we reflect and we say like these are these big feelings. We, we don't want to cancel these we feelings. Know when however, sound yes. However, when you're in this situation, it's really really tough not to have your ego in the way or you know take it personally. Emotion. Yeah, for sure. It's hard. It's really hard. I was like, I mean, everything you're saying is so correct. And, and it's something that you we just have to keep practicing. But um, I, I was hoping for some sort of wizard spell instead of <laughs> looking in the mirror. I know. And you have to remember, like, the most important thing I tell any parent I ever speak to, whether I work with them directly or not, is that you don't have to feel badly 
about the things that you're doing because you are doing your best. And parenting really 100% is a learned skill. It is not intuitive. Society makes us feel like we should know what the hell we're doing, but you shouldn't. There's no way for you to know the difference between attention or a meltdown or the five R's to logical consequences to make sure you don't use punishment. There's no way for you to know all these things and how to put those pieces together. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing we have to do as parents is say, okay, uh, it's not working with what I'm doing. It is a learned skill. Am I ready to take the next step and learn those skills? Or am I happy doing it the way I'm doing it? And really that comes down to every parent's decision and choice. Oh my gosh. I, I feel like, <clears throat> I feel like Tia, I had the opposite conversation with my daughter the other day. Hmm. Not, I don't feel, I had the opposite conversation the other day when she said, dad, why do you always yell at me? Now, keep in mind, I don't always yell at my daughter. And this is what I was saying to her. I was saying, I don't yell at you. I say very calmly, very matter of factly over and over Mm -hmm. and over and over again. It's not until I raise my voice that you listen. Mm -hmm. So I said to my daughter, you have actually taught me and and your mom how to handle you when we want something done. Because until we raise our voice, you don't pay attention to us. Do you know why she doesn't pay attention until you raise your voice? Because she well, wants I, to I kill us. I, I know why I thought it, but I'll be honest with you. On this podcast, I feel like I don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know plenty. You know plenty. This is just because I've studied this. Oh Everybody has their area where they've studied and spent time. This just happens to be mine. And it's, it's an emotional place for parents. parents. I get that. I totally get that. But the reason that she doesn't listen to you until you yell is because you guys have taught her that your boundary is only when you yell and you're going to ask her over and over and over and over again. Mm. So why does she need to listen? Right. There's no reason to listen if she knows you're going to come back and tell her again and again, but she does know when you finally hit that peak, oh, now right. I know it's my time. I better listen. And so we have to set up our days so that we don't give reminders anymore. Mm-hmm. And so that we stop doing things for our kids that we know they can do on their own. So we can build their confidence Ooh. and their capabilities. We've been starting. Sorry, go ahead. That. We we started. Um, well, I, I've, do, I've been doing this because Riley has an issue with getting changed in the morning. And it actually has nothing to do with getting changed. She just knows that I get so annoyed of her. Like she's a last minute person and, and she just won't do it. So I've been doing... Um, um, like a Google, we have Google home in her room and in the kitchen. And I'm just like, Hey, Google set a timer for four minutes. And then I'm like, listen, like, this is your timer. This is the time you have. It's more than enough time to get changed or whatever it is. And then if she doesn't, then we have a discussion, but it's more, to be honest, it's more like a threat. I'll be like, if you, if this mm-hmm. isn't done by this time, you know, you're not, you don't get a free time today. You don't get to like when everyone else is in class and they're doing whatever they want to do on their free time, you will be practicing this. Like it's a full blown bribe. It's not a bribe. It's a, it's a, Sorry. It's a threat. It's a penalty. If you don't do this, this doesn't happen. Is this wrong, Tia? <laughs> I don't want to beat you guys down tonight. She's like, like absolutely. That is absolutely the worst thing you could do. I am dying. So we, the one of the, I always say to parents, like if you had to guess the most detrimental word that we use as parents and it's only two letters, what would it be? No. I would say, wait, sorry, say that again. What's the question? What's the most detrimental word we use as parents on a daily basis that's only two letter? Detrimental to the child? No. Mm -hmm. No, that's, first of all, she says two words. Two letters. She said two two letters. letters. Oh, I'm going to say no. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everybody says no, but actually it's not that. It's if. Oh, so if you my second tomorrow guess. start keeping track of the amount of times throughout your day, like just take a little tally mm-hmm. that we say, if you're not ready when this is done, then you're not getting oh, this. Shoot. If you don't stop doing that, then not this. If not this, then that. And every time we use the word if, it signals to our child that we've opened the door for a power struggle. Mm. We're ready to take it on. So if we say to her, if, right, if. if you don't get ready in four minutes, then you're not having your free time um, because what I'm bigger, I'm stronger. And I can tell you mm. that fine. But then what if she just doesn't do the studying and then she decides to tell you, no, mm-hmm. now what? Now we're at another, if you don't do this, then this, and if you don't do this, and then it's exhausting. So really we, as much as we are still in charge and sometimes parents are like, well, if you're not doing these things, is it wishy-washy? And like, it's all like, oh, it's yeah. okay. You can do whatever you want. Absolutely not. Like I'm kind of a no if, ands, or buts. I'm a nurturer, but like you need to There's do a line. You do yeah. if you want to do the things you want to do. Um, but it needs to be set up in a way that will work. And we often try and force things instead of encourage. Mm-hmm. And once we flip flop that and we get it kind of set up. So one simple trick that you guys can try is instead of using the word, if switch it to the word when, mm-hmm. so when you're ready, then we can take note that you have free time after you're learning, mm. when you're, when you're done brushing your teeth, then we can start our story time. Right. When you're done your dinner, then it's family movie night. Not if you don't finish your dinner, then there's no time for a movie. And if you don't, it's just kind of a negativity right. spin, um, versus a when then, and if you, when then it's all about them, True. your, their problem is no longer your problem. You, if she's not ready and doesn't get her free time, not your So problem, do you give to, to make do, would you suggest like it tomorrow? She'll do the same thing. And I'll be like, right. Um, can you please go get changed? Um, you have to log on in 20 minutes or whatever it is. And like, I've tried doing it earlier and we've said like, you know, let's do it first thing in the morning and it just doesn't work. So tomorrow I give her these instructions and everything's calm, copacetic, lovely. And then she doesn't do it. Do I ask her again? Or is it like, what, what do I, what do I do to you? Yeah. See, this is the tricky thing. So I constantly get like, how do I get my kids to do this? How do I get my kids to stop doing this? And there are all these amazing how questions, which can all be solved. But if it was a simple, Hey guys, all you have to do is this and it'll solve it. Then it parenting would be the easiest thing. And I wouldn't have a job. <laughs> But you, it's it's really all the pieces of the puzzle together. So as much as the when then is definitely, you're going to see a difference in how you feel when you say it. It will feel better to you, mm-hmm. uh, but also how she responds to you because it won't feel like a demand or or a power struggle or you know you being in charge. Uh, but what we want to do is really. We want to stop having to tell her it's time to get ready and let's go. Mm -hmm. And you only have 20 minutes. We really want to set it up so that she knows her morning tasks. So she has her duties in an age appropriate chart. And she's, she knows exactly what she needs to do to feel accomplished and get from A to Mm -hmm. B. And we really start giving her those responsibilities. So you don't have to do any of that anymore because every time we tell our kids, okay, stop playing. It's time to get ready for school we're asking them to do the lamest things in the world, wash their hands, take a bath, Mm -hmm. come to eat dinner, brush their teeth. Nobody wants to do any of the things parents ask their kids to do because it all sucks. Mm -hmm. They want to do the things they want to do. So that's why we have to set it up so we can stop asking them all the time or telling them all the time. It's just a system that sets up and kind of runs and it's on its own. Would you suggest like, I mean, our, 
are alarms a bad thing in the in the sense that I feel like sometimes it helps Riley understand her time management, like where I'm like, okay, like this is your nine o'clock alarm. You know that you need to be logged on and this needs to be done by this time. And it gives her like maybe if I'm approaching it in a little more of a positive, not like um, warden <laughs> aspect. No, I love the timer. Okay. I love the timer. I think the timer stops you from being the bad guy and it allows her to be in control on her own and fill her power bucket and help her feel independent. Um, I I don't know what timer you use, but I love the time tracker timer Mm. um, because it has a five minute warning um, and it buzzes yellow and it lets them know that my time is running out. So I need to kind of move things along without you having to give reminders. What what do you mean it buzzes Um, yellow on what device? Yeah, so it's it's a time tracker timer, and I could share the link with you after if you want to share it with with people. I have a link for cool. it. Um, but it's a I used it in my classroom. I've used it with my kids growing up, and it's good for both of your kids. And you'll use it. You can use it for meal times, for getting ready, for homework, for free play, for screen times. Like you'll use it for everything. But it's it's an amazing timer because it has a visual and audio cue. So you set the timer, let's say for twenty mm-hmm. minutes for her to get ready. She knows when the timer goes off, it means she needs to be logging on. So what you would do is you would set the timer for 20 minutes. It will go green. Then you can set the other yellow dial for however long you want the warning time to Mm. be. I often recommend five minutes is long enough. You turn the yellow dial to five. So when it's 15 minutes in, it's going to beep and it's going to go yellow. Again, a visual and audio signal for them. And then you teach, train, and practice how that feels when there's when it goes yellow, how much time you kind of have. So you sort of do some role playing and practicing with that on the weekend so that when she is doing it on her own, you know she understands that concept. So you might want to set up that when it goes yellow, this is when we make sure we've gone to the bathroom and we have our water and we're ready to come and get logged on because we know when it's yellow, it's going to be log on time really quickly. And then you can start giving her that independence and, and letting her sort of be in charge of her morning. That I love way. that. And then the timer is the bad guy, not me. <laughs> yeah, and the chart is the bad. I Google. love it. Just blame Google. It's a lot, Google. Mm-hmm. I uh, I have to admit that um, I feel like Matilda's parents. Yeah, I'm bigger. I'm big. I'm you're I'm small. Stronger. You're yeah. dumb. You're, yeah, I know. <laughs> and I never. I honestly and and please don't take this the wrong way to you because I'm glad you're bringing this to my attention. I actually never thought that I was doing that. Mm-hmm. I know, but I. I realize yeah, I realize that I'm just a good parent or a, a bad parent at a lower level. <laughs> you're not a bad parent. If you love your kids, if you love your kids and you're trying your best, you're not a bad parent. You're 100% oh my God. not a bad parent. I also I think that you. everyone it, needs to give each other grace because this past year has been just a dumpster fire. Crazy. So we're all just, as long as we're surviving, everyone is alive. We're okay. We uh, we can figure it out slowly. Yeah, I, I think get what, back into I routines. I think what you're providing us in terms of the structures, and for the record, Tia, I, I thoroughly appreciate how much structure Mm -hmm. you're providing in this because it's not just like you know this is such a nice thing to say you're actually providing the structure are real so so nice to hear practical um yeah but i what was that oh no i just said it was practical like the stuff like the advice that she's giving is a practical advice like oft not often but we've been in the situation before where we'll ask something and then like i guess would be like but they don't really answer the question you're like yeah this is like i want people to walk away and, and do something and if you want more practical um tips definitely um the in my bio on my um, instagram there's a free yes guide. i was just and gonna say that fill up the power in the attention buckets and it's a 
it takes 10 minutes each time you do it. And it's for both kids. And I'm telling you, you will see a change in the first week if you follow it consistently. That. It's a really feel good way to give positive attention to avoid the negative outburst to get negative attention. So that is a, a seriously, like if anybody takes anything mm-hmm. away, I would love for them to do golden well, time. Like that is like the golden key to easier parenting. And it's a super important piece of the puzzle. Perfect. Now, what I was going to say, what I was going to say before my wife jumped in on me and looked at me all weird, <laughs> what I was going to say is what I love about what you're doing is, and Brittany alluded to it, you know, we're surviving these times and the structures that you're providing us, I think as parents and as children, we learn and adapt to survive. What you're providing is a way for us to actually thrive in this situation. A hundred percent. And so that to me is what I thoroughly, what are you doing? <laughs> Ryan just wants your praise because. No, he wants- just because I made a mistake earlier. I'm so over that you mistake. Make a mistake. You're just I'm just no, busting your balls. I just know this is how Ryan talks and he's such Peanut a key. gallery over he here. He is so like, he takes information and he can like, he can reiterate it in such a way where it's like, he really gets it. And like, he's really good at speaking. I'm and he just wants, he just yet. wants to, Stop <laughs> he it. just wants to, to be like, Ryan, that was incredibly oh said goodness. i think that's wonderful in my calm Listen yes, to this. You exactly know, Tia, you know what next next episode on our podcast i can guarantee you i know what my i love you and your annoying is i can guarantee it <laughs> ladies and gentlemen you are witnessing next week's i love you and you're annoying i'm just keeping it light and, and fun colors i'm just Besting your balls. Okay, so, but the free guide is um, we're, we'll put it in our bio in the um, the podcast information, and then we'll also put it on our the, when we launch the episode. It'll be um, in our bio for yeah. The I learned episode. so much on this podcast here, and and I want to because at the very beginning you alluded to a couple of things. I want to make sure that we have those again. So your book is called what? You know, I'm a co-author and you've got this mama too, which is basically just a compilation of different mother's stories. Um, But if parents want, that's just sort of like a fluffy thing to Mm -hmm. read. But if you really want like down and dirty tools and what to do, and you don't want to invest in like coaching and you don't want to invest in a full 12 week program and you're not ready to Mm -hmm. do that, but you still want a lot of practical tools. um, Then on my website, I have my parenting solutions handbook. It's $97 Canadian. So those friends in the U S it's 30% less. um, And it's 120 pages of step-by-step instructions to implementing consequences and avoiding punishment and all those things kind of, we talked about today and more um, in kind of an easy do it yourself. Mm, I love that. And then you also have um, a Facebook parenting um, group, right? Yes, it's called Simple Parenting Solutions with Tia Slidem. And that's just a like a free resource. You come in there. I have like today on Thursdays, it's AMA Thursdays. Ask me anything. I'm usually on for anywhere from 30 minutes to 45 minutes um, answering questions for free. I have free live trainings on Monday, lots of giveaways, lots of stuff to give parents um, kind of free coaching for those who just want to kind of pick away at it and do it themselves or for those who can't afford to invest in that. I love that. And then do you want to just um, tell everyone your handle on Instagram? Instagram and maybe your website one more time so that we can. Uh, uh, yeah, my Instagram handle is at Tia Parenting Coach. Um, and my website is tiaslitem.com. So if anybody's interested ever in learning more, I do offer a free 30 minute call so we can determine what next steps are right for you, if any, if we're a good fit. Um, and yeah, just hoping that everybody can reach a place where. Every day they're not walking on eggshells, they're not wondering or fearing that it's going to be a bad day, that you really just 
wake up knowing that it's going to be a great day and you have the tools to avoid those fires and you're not running around trying to put them out like, you know, wild, crazy animals. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I learned so much in this, on this podcast. I'm not making myself wrong. I'm not disempowered. <laughs> and there's clearly a lot for me to discover. So I am going to be jumping on these. I'm going to be doing some research and thank you so much for bringing this to my attention. I know for a fact that our community got a lot out of this podcast. So thank you so much to you. Yes, we really appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for chatting with us. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. everyone. I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of The Therapy Group, and hosts of The Shrink Chicks Podcast. Every week, we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout. Making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psycho babble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how. And work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself.